We in here. Industry and culture that surrounds it. Oh God damn! Mm. I am hype. There we is. Mm. Get it. <laughs> yes, wow, sir. Man. I need that. Okay. <laughs> hey, power bottom real quick. And, and 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 this is hey, listen. And this is like I feel like hopefully, hopefully the last like off air episode before we go back going live. Um, mm. trying to um, I'm, I'm trying to get my shit together, y'all. <laughs> Let's let's just let's just let's just be real. I'm trying to get my shit together so that we could do this, you know, consistently to the point where like I could still have my life and do what I need to do. I'm trying to learn, you know, work life balance, and um, but at the same time, I still want I still I still love you know doing the show. I still love talking to you guys, interacting with you guys. Of course, sitting down and chatting about video games with my boys Rod and James. Which yo, real quick, once mm-hmm. again. Once again, uh, where's that? Where's that applaud? Because <laughs> oh no, hide your soundboards. So... Listen, <laughs> listen. Every time, every time there's a um, you know, I, I I can't make it or like they you know they they have to you know they're they're covering the show. They're like, yo, I hope it was good. No, guys, not I hope it was good enough. Guys, it was it was great. It was episode. Oh. So kudos, kudos to you two. Kudos to Elena hopping on. Yeah great episode mm-hmm. um always a great episode with you guys so i really appreciate you guys uh coming through last episode and um god damn it just feels good to be back but like i said um a lot's going on on my end but at the same time i'm like this there's a lot there's a lot of moving parts and mm-hmm. at, at one point those moving parts were just moving and i was like god <laughs> i don't <laughs> I, I have all these parts i don't know what to do with them so like i said um things things are moving things are things are happening and uh can't wait to share can't wait to like you know announce some stuff can't wait to finally get this show back live which i guess we could sort of announce it now um you know we've been like on and off deciding whether or not we're going to do it on youtube or stay on stay on twitch but mm-hmm. um can i can i say this fuck twitch whoa can we, can we say can we say yes we can we, we can listen listen um I I feel like the 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 whole like hate raids. I feel like a lot of like this like the stuff that's going on in the mm. community. It makes zero sense why this isn't like fixed. It makes zero sense why like I know that they, I know they're quote unquote trying, but but they could do better. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, so this is a regular thing that's been happening for how long? It's it's been happening for a while for a lot of people. Mm. Um, I've, I you know I know I know some people who you know they've been affected by it, and it's like you know what, um, not 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 to say that you know I don't want to burn any bridges, but like mm. we technically don't have a bridge with Twitch, so it's like it's like you know like not like it's more or less like other like you know bigger yeah. you know uh, influences people that like you know that are partners and stuff like that so we're not partnered so uh we have no loyalties and Our i feel like it'll be easy them the listener yeah yeah so i mean so but shout out to all the people that that watch on twitch you know mm-hmm. i i do appreciate those people 
but um we're gonna be jumping to youtube mm-hmm. youtube i feel like with youtube we like the uh, having the um like being able to watch the show after it airs will be much easier super super easy on youtube right uh, and that'll sort of like ease things on on you know our end when it comes down mm-hmm. to like having to re-upload and and like you know doing all this stuff for the you know for the youtube side mm-hmm. uh let's yeah. just we're just gonna do it on youtube um it'll all I be in one place that way it'll all be in one place um if we decide to do like game nights maybe we'll jump back on twitch maybe mm-hmm. but i think we're gonna like when it comes down to the show we're gonna we're gonna do this thing on youtube uh of course you know follow our other social medias like um of course uh, uh twitter uh, follow us on Instagram, like all that stuff. I'm planning on like doing more consistent posts on there, so you'll see you'll see posts. Uh, TikTok, all all my TikTokers, uh, you'll see some, some some clips of uh, of the show on TikTok. So please follow us on there, and hmm. and and also exclusive content on TikTok. There's some things I've been like l- like wanting to like do, but like my ADHD is bad, y'all. Chris, you gonna <laughs> dance? I have a I have a lot going on. What's up? Are you gonna be doing if, dances? If, I mean, if we if we gotta do dances, I mean, let's do some dances. You know what I'm saying? I'm here for it. Let's, let's say no. <laughs> <laughs> but but that's that's sort of where I've been over the like, I guess the last <laughs> last month. It's weird. Like I think we we were on hiatus, came back, and then like life sort of like started throwing things at me again. So like I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't. All I know is I'm happy. I'm, I'm happy that we're like we're we're, we're still doing this. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's good to have you back. Um, you know, it, it's we 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 carry the ship, you know, a little bit, but it's always nice to have uh, the, the captain at the helm. So, uh, welcome back, sir. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. So, um, but what about you guys? What have you guys been up to? Uh man, just a lot of work mainly. Um, got a got a uh, upgrade at the job, so more more responsibility congrats. adjusting into that. Congrats, yep. Yeah, clap it up for that appreciate man. Appreciate it, appreciate it. Uh, change the hair up a little bit. You know, you know. Yeah, we see it. We <laughs> and, see yeah, it. Yeah. Besides that, man, just, just playing some games, catching up on some stuff, which is nice. You'll see that mm. know what you've been playing. Finish something finally, huh? I did it. <laughs> Proud of myself. <laughs> nice. Started something new and uh, jumped back into an old favorite. But besides that, I've been chilling. Rod, what about you? Man, uh, very similar. Lot, lots of work going on. Um, you know, I haven't been going as hard on uh, a lot of games in the past uh, in the past month or so, just because it, I guess <laughs> work. Thanks, thanks, corporate America. Um, but it's it's been good though. You know, season's starting to change. It's my favorite time of year. I think fall. I just I love that uh, when it's in Georgia here in Atlanta. Like you know, things go from being uh almost unbearably hot to you know all right i can live like this um which which is pretty good you know 70 high 60s all right i'm with that um so yeah man just just relaxing and get ready getting ready for the onslaught that is uh (laughs) the 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 winter holidays thanksgiving christmas all those absolutely wonderful times of year i don't know if i'm ready for that (laughs) yeah no yeah yeah um i I love them in concept but they always stress me out particularly christmas because i put a lot of pressure on myself with things like gifts i I just don't feel like i'm a good gift giver like i love the idea of you know doing something like that like giving gifts it feels great Mm -hmm. but the process of trying to figure out like the perfect gift is really stressful (laughs) 
found an app on TikTok where I'm just gonna send a bunch of like virtual get, like cards. Bam, there we go. Okay, <laughs> wow, All that's right. smart, man. Custom, customize them up a little bit, but that, that's <laughs> it's, it's uh, I don't know, but I, I I get that. I get like there's like a uh, there's a, there's definitely like a pressure of like, dang, what do I get this person? Will this person mm-hmm. like this gift? Will this person hate this gift? So, yeah. Yeah, it's tough. Okay, well, has anybody actually, like, just flat out hated any gift that you bought them? <laughs> like, I've never encountered that issue. Even, like, watching other gifts being given. Mm-hmm. So I, it, like, hasn't, right. it, it hasn't happened to me, like, explicitly. Like, no one said, wow, this fucking sucks. <laughs> but um, but it, it, it's just, I, I think that's part of, like, what I do in my own head, is I build it up to be this huge thing, when in reality, it's it's probably not. And in and, and all likelihood, it's going to be great. And 99% of the time it is. Um, right. And they appreciate it. It's the thought that counts. Right? You know what the trick is? The trick is to time correctly when you give the gift. Because, like, sometimes, sometimes, like, someone will get a gift and, like, it's a really good gift. You do not want to mm-hmm. give your gift right after that. Do not do that. Do not do that to yourself. <laughs> do, right. Like, don't, don't be the person that, like, you know, the, uh, there's someone opening gifts and they get like a PS5 and then like you give your gift and it's like a fucking book or something. It's like, it's like a journal. Like, the, per- <laughs> the person, right. they're going to look at you and like, thank you. But like, they just got a PlayStation 5. Like, they don't care about your journal. I know. I'm thinking, I'm thinking back to literally like a couple of weeks ago when I got one of my friends a book. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh, but but actually, it was like uh, it was really cool. It was like a collection of essays for a show that like she really really liked. So um, so that okay. I think so, so stuff like that is is really cool. Um, like when it when it's a thoughtful gift, because a lot of people go like, oh, books. Like who wants books? I mean, me personally, I I love books. So give me books, please. But but um, you know, a lot of people might think that's boring. But if you like kind of tailor it towards their interests specifically, and that's what gift giving is all about. At the end of the day is you know what what is it what are the things that they really enjoy have they said anything in the last like you know few weeks or months or whatever uh, in passing to you like something that they've enjoyed or want or just haven't been able to get i feel like it's hard like as an adult because you can mostly buy the things that you want um it's not like when you're a kid adult money adult money is is dangerous it's like oh man i want this thing (laughs) especially with like um with like uh, amazon don't with ooh, don't uh, sh- sh- shout out to Wario sixty four <laughs> on Twitter, like sh- you know, sh- showing the deals. Like, oh, th- this is on sale, or this is like available to buy right now. All right, bet. Yep. While it looking empty, dusty as hell. Oof, yep. big roof. But it's it's good to it's it's you know it's it's good to to hear that I'm not the only one that sort of like struggles with <laughs> with, with, with give giving. Well, at least yeah, I like I'm in the same boat. I try to like figure out. You know what the person likes and like whatever like mm. i you you like if i if you say something that you like you would like and i actually like take the time to like write that down in my phone yeah or like look for it and i put it on my like, wish list on amazon mm-hmm. yeah i mean i actually actually care about you so yeah there's, 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 a, there's a couple of people out there that i do that for but yeah you know you, you know you know what's the greatest gift Knows, knows What's a, that? a gift that I'm pretty sure anyone that's listening to 99% of the time, they'll be like, you know what? That's a great gift. Hmm. The, gift the gift of video games. So uh, hmm. if you want to know <laughs> what we've been playing <laughs> and what you should be getting your your friends, your families, uh, let's, let's, let's go ahead and jump into our, what you've been playing. So, James. Yes. You. What you've been playing? All right. So like I was hinting at 
in our opening segment. Um, I finally finished the base of Ghost of Tsushima. Um, I went back in immediately, Rod, despite taking that hiatus. <laughs> I took like a night <laughs> off. I ain't gonna lie. Just one night, okay. and I jumped right back into New Game Plus. Um, oh, wow. So not even the DLC, New Game Plus. Yeah, I have to go through the first island to get to Iki. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's it's blocked on the second island. So I'm just rushing to get mm. through that. I think I actually just finished Castle Canada. So okay. I'm in the second island. I just didn't get to Iki yet. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. game is still very much solid, very much a game of the year contender. <laughs> um, <laughs> damn. Yeah, I'm never gonna, I'm never gonna forget that game. That game will haunt us forever. Now you're welcome. <laughs> but um, if you have not checked out Ghost of Tsushima by now, definitely give that one a look. Um, open world samurai ninja Assassin's Creed style game. Um, mm. very, very beautiful. Uh, very very detailed i was actually playing with my significant other today um mm-hmm. just like letting her look at different like shots from photo mode and just mm-hmm. traveling around the map and getting into like the details nitty-gritty she was blown away mm-hmm. so just um shout out again to sucker punch for another fantastic open world um the detail on that game is incredible and just like an incredible show of the power of a ps5 on a ps4 game so mm-hmm. that's again shout out to them for that but moving on, something very big happened within the last week. Your boy Huge. Sora showed Ma- up. Massive. Massive. Groundbreaking. Dimension shattering, even. <laughs> Closing the distance between dreams. Would you would you say that everyone is here? <laughs> I think everyone is finally here. Except for Waluigi. He's yeah. in the Shadow Realm somewhere. Or wherever or his trophies people, go. Yeah. Well, okay. Let's address that real quick, because I actually thought about this. I understand that, like, Nintendo has gone to the ends of the earth and pulled every character they can think of that's hot. But, like, Mm -hmm. I can't think of any black Nintendo characters at all. So are there any? So, you know, when when they're saying that we're going to get a... um... Uh, it was not not Splatoon. What's that? Uh, arms. When we're getting an arms character. Oh yeah, Twintel. Like, it, sh- it should have been Twintel. Yeah. It sh- it should have been Twintel. It should so. it should have been. Wait, why did they pick Min Min again? Was that Sakurai's choice or was that like the creator's choice? It was the wrong choice, but that's name that's <laughs> that's neither here nor there. Fine. Okay, we got Twintel, and then like anybody? No. Um. I mean, so, I mean, what they, what's the dude's name from Bayonetta? Uh, Rodin? Yeah, Rodin. Yeah. I mean, he's in there, but he's like an, a, he's an assist, right? Like, right. no one you can control. But he's, he's yeah. OP, bro. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, even, even when we look at this too, because we can no longer really just say, oh, these are Nintendo characters because Smash is like so far outside of that realm now. Mm-hmm. Um, with, you know, all the characters that they're referencing, Doom, shit, Doom, uh, for one. Uh, and Sora, the person that you're talking about now, like, is technically not a Nintendo character. Like, they can sort of go outside of, of that that box of Nintendo characters. Mm-hmm. And so I do understand what you're saying. It's like, yeah, there's not, like, a ton of black characters to begin with in Nintendo's repertoire. But, I mean, we could pull from other places, I think. I'm just, like, um, thinking about the list. It would be, like, who, the coach from Punch-Out, Doc? Um. Yeah. Uh. The there's the the ninja lady from uh No More Heroes. She's black. Oh yeah. Ooh. That would have been um, a good choice. But more sword characters. So man. Yeah. <laughs> they 
they put, I mean, you know, we've got a few Final Fantasy characters, Zaz, Barrett, um, you know, some representation there. Well, you, you hate know. Barrett, so there's that. I don't, I'm not a fan <laughs> of Barrett. You are correct about that. Like, their their portrayal, if they were to, like, retranslate him or, like, kind mm-hmm. of repurpose him, I, I would be okay. Like, I like him, the man, just not how they, like. How he sounds. Yeah, I like, like, I just don't like some of that. I was going to say, can we, can, we, can we say Knuckles? Because I, I I'd say Knuckles. See, that's the thing, right? Because then it's like, who do, who's like the black character in the show? Like Piccolo. Um... Yeah, I was, about to say, I was about to say, like, Knuckles is like the Piccolo of Sonic. <laughs> hey, it's just Elba would like to, you know, like to talk. That's to true. Mm. That That is true. Mm. I cannot the believe Knuckles that's gets realer by the day. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, yeah, man. I mean, besides, besides the point, though, Sora is here. Um, mm-hmm. And honestly, I'm I'm surprised. I really enjoy him more than I thought I would. Okay. Um, not to say that I wouldn't even be a fan of the game that he was from, but just how he plays. I, I enjoy the floatiness of him. Um, I like his range. His knockback is insane. Mm-hmm. It's just an overall just fun character to play as. Um, again, I'm, I'm yeah. no pro, so I probably still get smashed online. But <laughs> the bits I have played, I've enjoyed a lot. Well, um, I'm so I, I also I bought both character packs, actually, like at the same time. So mm-hmm. I got everybody at once. Um, I think the night that Sora came out. Um, and so I played around with a few people and definitely with Sora. I agree with everything you said. I think I'm far worse than you at Smash. Uh, I don't know if you're giving yourself enough credit because uh, we played before. Mm-hmm. You destroyed me. So um, I I am even more. I, I suck. I actually suck. Um <laughs> But but even with my lack of skills, like Sora's like pretty. I think he's he's fun. Like he, he has fun mechanics. Um, I do think the floatiness is something that's interesting that a lot of people weren't expecting. I mean, I know Sakurai said that during the direct. Mm-hmm. Um, but but he he is extremely floaty. It, he feels a little light in that instance. Like he can be juggled pretty easily. Mm-hmm. I don't know how true that actually is. But when I was doing some training, it that's just what it felt like. Um, the thing I love about Smash is that is is that like I, I love seeing all the homages that they do like within the gameplay to whatever game they're actually from mm-hmm. um even down to like the victory music and the way that like you ko somebody just like you do in the kingdom hearts games that type of thing is just really fun to witness mm-hmm. um and all the backgrounds too like the kingdom hearts stage itself if you are a big fan of kingdom hearts i would imagine you have to be happy they here they shout out tons of like kind of esoteric characters like roxas and I think Kyron appears. And, yeah. yeah, like a lot of people that you, most people wouldn't know. Like I think mo- majority of people know who Sora is, possibly Riku, uh, but they just do, they go way deep into a lot of that stuff. Um, so I agree. Like he's he's pretty fun. I, I like him. Yeah, I'd say he was a solid choice for the last character. Yeah. But um, of course, I'll spend a bit more time with him. Probably won't talk too much about it on the show, but that's going to be a thing. But I also finally stepped away from Ghost and picked up another uh, PS5 game, Kenna Bridge of Spirits. Mm, interesting. Yeah, um, it is a, seems to be a 3D action platformer, kind of in, with a hint of Pikmin sprinkled in there. Mm-hmm. But um, I guess the first thing I noticed is that the animation on this game is, incre- is crazy. Like, um, I thought Ratchet and Clank was setting the bar, and I think Ken is like right there with it. Which is wow. really cool. Um, it almost feels like I it was more of an animation studio than a game studio. They they are actually okay. Yeah, I, it yeah. shows, but it's a, it's in a good way. It's not like the gameplay is bad. Um, it's actually kind right. of standard soul styley gameplay. 
as in like the lock on, um, regular hmm. attack on the trigger buttons, like the bumper and the trigger buttons. So that's, are you managing stamina? Kind of. Um, it's more okay. of like a shield meter. I guess that's my stamina in this one. Hmm. Um, and I'm not too far in that one either. I just got through the opening hours or opening hour, opening hour mm -hmm. or so. Um, so it kind of picks up in a forest. You play this girl, Kenna. She is a guide for spirits and she can use her spirit powers to commune with these little uh, guys called the rot. Those are your Pikmin S characters. Um, and I've mm -hmm. been going around the map finding them in different locations, using them to mm -hmm. complete puzzles for me or unlock more combat abilities. Like, they'll bind enemies for me during combat now if I have enough meter, or I can use them to move blocks that I couldn't lift to different places to create more platforms for myself. And they're mm -hmm. just really cute. Um, <laughs> like, the opening scene, you, you find yeah. the small one that's, like, your main rot guy hops in your hand. He, like, runs up, gives you a hug. He'll, like, mm -hmm. dance on your forehead. Just a little, like, in Little BB-8, R2-D2, adorable little things. <laughs> yeah, they they remind me of a uh, of a Miyazaki creation, honestly. I could see that. Yeah, the big doughy something from eyes. like um, yeah, exactly something. For, it reminded me of a, specifically of like Princess Mononoke, um, or like Spirited Away. They had similar creatures. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, they look really cool. And I'm I'm really enjoying that, and I'm liking Kenna as a character. Um, there's something mm -hmm. almost that's really natural about her. And just the way that mm -hmm. she interacts with the world or talks to other characters. Like, she feels like a really caring person. Um, I'm not even 100% sure what her motivations are for doing this. It just seems like she's doing it because this is what she's able to do. So she wants to help. Mm. Okay. And that's that's a cool change of pace instead of, like, I'm out for revenge because somebody killed my family. Or, <laughs> or, like, I need more fight money. Like, it's just, it's good. <laughs> it's fun. It's just a nice change of yeah. pace. So combat's okay. not too difficult. I'm enjoying it so far. Um, I'll tell you guys more about it next week. I'm looking forward to it. Okay. I this is something I'm interested in uh, checking out at some point. And uh, the the one thing I've heard in not necessarily a negative or positive, but but it feels very like PS2 in a way, like in terms of gameplay, like very simple, kind of linear ish. Yeah, it, very in line with what you're saying. And and again, not necessarily like. You know that's not a that's not a, a dig um, exactly, but that's just like the sort of style it's going for, more of a retro type thing. Oh God, I just represent. I just said PS2 is retro, dude. We are getting old. I mean, it is um, three consoles ago. Yeah, yeah, it's fair at this point. Okay, damn. It's okay, Roddy. It's okay. <laughs> Man, I've been <laughs> dealing with my own mortality for a few <laughs> years now. That's that's a, probably another podcast, but yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, that's cool though. This this game looks really neat. I could probably be in for something like that, a little linear in that sense. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it just visually, it just it looks incredible. Yeah, very visual, stunning game, simple gameplay. I think it was only like forty bucks when I got it. I don't know if that was like a um, like an opening week sale or that's the standard mm -hmm. price. But again, it's not seventy, so that's great. <laughs> and great. it wasn't even yeah. sixty, so it's just something to check out, guys. I, I recommend it. Okay. But besides Excellent. that, I haven't played too. I haven't played too much else. But um, Rod, what about you, man? What have you been playing? A couple things here. Uh, I played the Battlefield 2042 beta. Uh, that was really fun from like last week, I guess. Yeah. Um, I actually like this game. I know there are a lot of people out there right now who really don't. I I'm sure you guys have seen a lot of negative reaction around it. Um, I had a decent amount of fun. This game does seem like it seems like it has 
some problems uh, for sure uh, in the sense of, you know, I, there's there's no way to open the map uh, fully because it's, it's that type of experience. Now, a lot of these things, uh, mm. DICE has actually, DICE the developer, has said that they've fixed since then. This is apparently a build that was several months old. Um, I guess we'll see how true that is next month uh, when it releases, but... Um, you guys are fans of Battlefield, right? Like, you've played and enjoyed Battlefields in the past. Yeah, we used to go hard on yeah. Battlefield, like PS3. I did anyway. That's what I... That's, I remember us playing a lot of, maybe, was it 3? I don't know, 3 was like, Battlefield yeah, 3. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's... I mean, 2042 is more along those lines of a 3 or 4, um, rather than, like, you know, 5 or, you know... Uh, I, what was the other... There was another one. one part was, one. Like, yeah, yeah, one. Yes, thank you. So it's it's more along. It's it's not. It's getting away from that stuff and more into like standard modern combat. This is like obviously 2042. So in the near future, uh, there is there there is some degree of of tech like you know there are robotic dogs which do kind of exist today, but in this world they are way more uh, you know just. They, there's much more utility for them. I was going to say, uh, uh, you know, I think it's next year they're planning on, like, attaching a sniper to those robotic dogs. Oh, because are you serious? I saw I saw an article about this, like, this past week. Wait, like, our for actual the- robotic dogs? Yeah, or, like, like, in a game? No, no, in, like, real life. <laughs> like, <laughs> the military has actual robotic dogs that they plan on attaching a sniper rifle to. Uh, so, wow. The movies yeah. write themselves, wow. guys. Right around the corner. Jesus. All right. Um, well, <laughs> good way to depress me. <laughs> Next um, <game>. so, <laughs> Right. Uh, so this is, I mean, it functions exactly how you think a battlefield would. Uh, there are three modes in this battlefield, three only. There's no campaign. They decided to excise that completely out. Uh, so you've got... You've got uh, Conquest, which is the Battlefield standard, two big teams. In this one, it's 64 v. 64. Uh, so that's a, the biggest player count that any Battlefield has had uh, to date. And um, that is, you know, you're just going around capturing points. I think there's like A through F, I believe. Um, and then there is the Portal mode. Uh, now, the next two modes I'm about to talk about, we're not in the beta, but I just wanted to clarify, like, this is what's in the package. Portal is like you the community driven aspect so like it's giving pretty much all the weapons vehicles everything from previous battlefields and letting the players create stuff with it so um i think that that actually sounds pretty cool um a lot of people will probably try to recreate a lot of classic battlefield maps um and and that's another thing too is that they are providing old maps so like caspian sea or caspian border from battlefield 3 i believe is back um Ooh. Along with a lot of other classic maps, uh, and you'll be able to make your own modes on so that. Me, so give me, give me Operation Metro back. <laughs> I guarantee someone's going to do that. Like if that's not to. in the the thing, they will probably make a way to recreate that because um, that's classic. And then there's a third one that was just revealed like last week called Hazard Zone. This is more like Escape from Tarkov or um, or Hunt the Showdown or the Hunt Showdown, whatever. Uh, and it's like objective based, like PVE VP, essentially. And you're a squad of four. You go around on a map and you have to like basically extract uh, items from from the map and do it safely uh, without dying, of course. Uh, and you can buy your your 
teammates back if they die. That's sort of like the battle royale element in it. Um, so that's really all the package contains. It is the full price. You know, we just finished talking about Kenna, something that's not MSRP. Like usually, this is a straight up seventy bucks uh, for it. And I would say it generally looks good um there are some rough textures here and there but i i do think that um it, it looks exceptional and the the dual sense is great i played it actually both on xbox and playstation and i think that's the that that's the, the main difference is is that controller is really really cool on on ps5 uh so i'll probably end up checking it out there um a lot of people had a beef with the specialist system as well. So this is the first battlefield that attaches specific perks to a to a specific class. So you can't really do what you did in old battlefields, which is kind of mix and match like the type of things that you wanted to do. Mm -hmm. um, like it, in like medics, for example, like had to do like the, you had to play medic in order to res. Uh, they changed that slightly for this battlefield. Everybody has a capability of. Uh, resing, I believe. Um, but the difference is it's like slower if you're not a medic. Mm. Um, and they did attach things like a grapple hook to one of the classes. Like I think that's on the assault class. A lot of people don't really like that system. I thought it was fine. Um, again, as a casual Battlefield fan, not someone who's hardcore at all, um, I thought it was fine and I didn't see much. Like it didn't hamper my enjoyment of that any. Um, so this is something I plan on checking out and picking up with some people. Um, and yeah, I will see. I'm I, Maybe I regret it later because Battlefield launches are traditionally not great. So <laughs> I, uh, I didn't uh, want to be the person to say that. So I'm glad you did. Yeah, no, I say that fully about to drop $70 on this shit. And I'm like, yep, it's probably not going to be the best. Um, but I think there is potential. And I think the one thing saving it is the portal mode. I think that's the if it was just conquest, I might be a little more iffy about it. Um, but portal seems like it will be really, really cool. If people will make some some neat shit off of it. Um, a lot of people also had a lot of things to say about, wow, it's not coming with a battle royale. You could probably just make that in the portal mode. If it's going to support you know 120 130 people or whatever mm -hmm. uh, i think 128 like it's you'll be able to easily do something like that um in those maps so yeah i'm sure i'll talk about it later on this way you guys aren't planning on getting this right i'm probably gonna wait in between yeah. the glitches i've seen and realizing that launches are not always great i'll probably wait on yeah. it yeah Probably the smarter option, to be honest. I am definitely taking the, the, the foolish path on that. Um, so speaking of multiplayer shooters, I did play Back for Blood uh, on Game Pass. That was a day one Game Pass. Mm -hmm. And I played the beta, talked about that briefly before on a previous episode, and really liked it. Um, and the full game, I mostly have the same feelings about. Um, it is... Left 4 Dead 3, that is like the most, you know, it sounds really reductive, a cliche, but that is, that's what it is. The main difference being that card system. Uh, the cards are really, the, everything revolves around the cards. The AI difficulty is, you know, it, it slides to, to that, not necessarily team coordination as much. Um, like Left 4 Dead, you needed communication, callouts, all that stuff. All of that is really important in Back 4 Blood, but it, it more, it's more important like what kind of decks you have um, and to clarify these cards are things that you pick up using supply points which is this game's form of currency uh, so if as you complete 
missions or levels, uh, you gain a certain amount of supply points. And those supply points you bring back to your home base. So you have a, a hub world where you can purchase what's called a supply line. And there, it's like a battle pass almost with like 10 items or so. Mm -hmm. And as you purchase things in the supply line, they, some of them come with like banners and character skins. And majority of the time, they come with cards. Uh, so that's really the aspect of it. And that represents another part that you may or that may make you bounce off the game, which is the grind. Um, that's part of the the aspect of the game. The game does want you to replay these levels with a purpose and that purpose being to acquire uh, better cards because the decks that you get that you start with are not all that good. They're like, you know, plus 10 stamina and like, you know, 15% aim speed or something. But there are other cards that are more involved, like if somebody gets down on your team, you, everybody's invincible for like 10 seconds and gets unlimited ammo. Like that's like you want those sorts of situations to handle higher difficulties. Um, and I made the mistake of trying to jump in at like the intermediate difficulty and got completely shredded. And so my team, my pre-made team went back to uh, easy because it, it wants you to kind of have that steady ramp up. Mm -hmm. I was uh, say, Rod, you know what it was? You didn't, you didn't believe in the heart of the cards. Oh my god! <laughs> um, He's right. I'm mad. I I'm mad. I didn't see it from like a million miles away. <laughs> it's okay. It takes time to tune in. To the yeah, it, the it does. <laughs> um. Oh man. Lost my train of thought on that one. Uh, so yeah. So it, it, it's it's pretty solid. Uh, the, the, I'm always impressed with these type of games because Left 4 Dead had like a really cool interaction system, and it felt like they had a shit ton of voice lines for all types of different things that you were doing in game. And this game is juggling like eight characters, and they all have something uh, specific to a situation, and sort of. Uh, have interplay with each other, which I think is always very tough to do because you have to you have to accommodate the fact that like one one player may have like this particular character on a team or or and you know they have to interact a certain way and they say each other's names and are addressing each other directly, so it feels like it's tailored. Like it, it feels like it's a, a very uh, pointed experience. Like it feels like, oh wow, like it was made just for these people. But um, I, I always really appreciate that and wanted to call that out too. I thought that that was really neat. Um, but yeah, this is Turtle Rock. You know, they made Left 4 Dead, the original, um, and and two, and it seems like this is three for the most part. I haven't touched the multiplayer mode yet um, in the full game. I did in the beta, but not in the full. And uh, I am looking forward to that. I was hoping to get through the entire campaign. The campaign is long. Like, it's probably un just under 10 hours, um, wow. which is re very long. Yeah, it's very long for a game like this. Um, I've been playing for probably, I don't know, six, seven hours maybe. And I'm, like, getting towards the end of Act 2. And there are four acts. Act 4 is extremely short. It's, like, one mission. Um, so, yeah, like, that's that's how long it is. Um but it's cool though. It's it's neat. Great great game to try out on Game Pass. I was gonna say uh, something that a friend actually told me about um, like just playing through the story mode. Uh, make sure you're playing with friends. Make sure you're playing online. I know some people yeah. don't like playing games online or like playing like you know with um, just like with random people. But this game sort of like at this at this like point of time um, as of this recording, it sort of like penalizes you for playing solo. 
Um, yeah. If you play mm-hmm. solo, you don't unlock any uh, any of the achievements. You won't unlock. Uh, I, I think uh, he told me you don't unlock any cards or anything like that. So like, uh, yeah, like it it like the I think the only thing you really unlock is like your progression, like progression as of like you know Act One, Act Two, Act Three. Um, yeah. Th- so that that is a problem right now. They may address it later because they did make a point to like tweet about that. Mm-hmm. A lot of people were pissed off about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and and your friend is right. You know, like y- you don't unlock normal cards. You unlock them in a solo deck. So you have solo campaign and then the multiplayer deck. Um, and some of those cards will not be brought over like to o- other places essentially. As in, they yeah. don't work in that mode at all, or they're just not like not part of your deck in the next mode. Uh, both really. Mm. Like they just straight up won't work there. Um, at least as far as what I've seen, maybe something happens at the end of the campaign if I complete it, like with in a multiplayer lobby. Um, and to that point, Chris, like, yes, bots are fucking terrible in this game. Like they're so bad. They're probably worse, notably worse than they were in Left 4 Dead. Uh, they will frequently not do anything and consume your resources. So God forbid they grab a med pack because you pro- they probably won't use it on you. Um, and it just makes for a very, very bad experience. And I've had a weird thing where in the middle of a run, nobody will join the game via matchmaking. Like I, we have to start a run from the lobby or matchmake into one in order to get random people because I play in a group right now of consistently with, with two other people. So it's three of us. And there's always like, there's one open slot. And the only time we get a fourth is if we matchmake from the lobby instead of us just like it like drop in drop out as you would expect Mm. and that kind of sucks so hopefully they fix that i'll say another pro tip so this game is also um cross-plat so you know xbox people can play with pc and ps4 ps oh no ps5 i don't think it's on ps4 is it um i don't think so it's a good question okay. though. So the <laughs> another thing that my friend my friend told me about was that um y'all people on PlayStation, please go to your settings and and like turn like this like your your controller will automatically turn on your mic. Like that's like a, a setting that is on, <laughs> on by default. Y'all, please like go turn that off. Like we don't want we don't want to hear, you know, your your baby's crying in the background. We don't want to hear your mother yelling at you. Uh, we don't hear your dog barking. We don't hear no no random trains in the in the background. <laughs> Your girlfriend nagging at you. That's another. Oh, we don't want to hear it. Mm-mm. We don't want to hear it. So hit please, that mute you, button. Hit that mute button. Um, your your teammates will, will love you for it. Yeah. Yes. Cosine. Or just yeah. hate you less. Either one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or hate you less. Yeah. Right. Uh, but yeah, that's that's it. That's all I've been playing this week. Chris, what you been playing? Yo, so staying along the, the lines of the heart of the cards, my the my next game that I want to talk about, or the next game, but first game I want to talk about that I've been playing on Game Pass is Dandy Ace. Mm. Uh, oh, okay. I, I don't know what it is about uh, roguelites being so popular now, mm-hmm. but uh, this game is essentially uh, Hades as uh, um, it's basically Hades, but you're playing as a magician. Who uses like it's like a it's like a card deck building roguelite, um, and it's yeah, that's all that's all you had to say. So, so what and like the the I want to say like the gameplay loop for this is sort of what like hooked me in for the first time I played it. Like I was supposed to like just check this out like before going to bed, 
And I, I ended up staying up like a good like two, three hours past uh, oh, what wow. I was supposed to. But, hmm. um, you know, Dandy Ace is like, it's a, you know, top down action game. Like I said, it's a roguelite where you're essentially, uh, the Dandy Ace, he's, he's trapped in a mirror by uh, the, the green eyed illusionist. And for him to free himself from the mirror, of course, he has to get through each uh, each zone, which uh, each time you play, of course, it's randomly generated. Um, but like randomly generated as a, as like the, the layout is randomly generated, but you're still going through like a set map. And depending mm-hmm. on what upgrades you have, depending on what keys you have, you sort of use that to sort of shift which map you go to next. And the, you know, the, the kick behind the, um, like your, your weapons in this game is that it's all card based. It's all like, you'll find cards while you're playing mm-hmm. and that'll mm-hmm. essentially change your attacks. So you, you, you can pick up up to four cards. Uh, mm-hmm. one being like a movement based attack, one being like a standard attack, another one being a, a, a like a heavy attack. And once you like pick up these cards, you could then mm-hmm. essentially like each card has like a primary uh, ability, which, like I said, would be like movement, quick attack, heavy attack. But if you take those cards and put it on a secondary slot, all the cards also have they also have secondary abilities as well. So, um, like one of like the first cards you get is like just like a it's like a quick attack where you're like you're throwing like three cards. Mm-hmm. You could then take mm-hmm. that primary attack, put it onto like a like another primary attack which um let's say you're throwing like a a knife or something like that so you'll throw the knife and then once the knife hits it'll like three cards will sort of like burst out of it and do burst damage okay so so the game pretty much like the like the the customization is is pretty i don't don't want to say deep but like it's it's interesting because um like I found it like in Hades, when you're doing your runs, you're essentially choosing your weapon at the beginning of you know your run, and you're mm-hmm. stuck with that weapon. As opposed to this game, where you can sort of like, let's say, if you start off with a bad weapon on your run, you could potentially like pick up weapons that you like using. So uh, for me, like I, there's like a uh, like a fist ability, or like it's like a close mm-hmm. range like punch. And mm-hmm. when you're doing the punch, you're stunning enemies. So, like, I would like combine that with uh, more AOE attacks, or like, you know, I could, I would uh, throw in like uh, toxic or like poison abilities. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's you can really do a lot. You can really uh, sort of like customize how you how you want to play, and it's fun. It's I'm not gonna say that it's like trumping Hades because Hades like just did something really special for this genre. Uh, I know that for a lot of people, like, you know, it, it's for a lot of people actually what put people on to roguelites. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think this adds like the, the, your, your customization for your weapons is it's sort of, it's different as like, cause, cause I think in Hades, like it's, there's a system like this, but with um your abilities, like the, um like the perks that you get to pick up. Yeah. The boons yeah. will kind of do that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so imagine like that perk system, but with your weapons. And that's what it's like in this game. That sounds really cool. Um, I, I like the cover art for this. Um, mm-hmm. I saw it on the Game Pass thing, and I was like, "Oh, I need to check this out." So I didn't even realize it was a card-based game um, until you said something. Yeah, and 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 like it's it's still like an action game. So when I say card-based, it's more or less like the cards affect your attacks. Right, right. It's like yeah. back for blood situation. Like you're yeah. still you're not like 
you know, killing zombies with cards. You're like you're using guns like you normally would. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's really neat. I need to check this out. Yeah, it kind of so, reminds me of a Wizard of Legend. That was like another Game Pass game. Yeah, that's a, that's a good game too. I'm with it. Let's check that one out, Chris. Good job. Yeah, Game Pass is like has been like. I, I of course like at this point now I have like I've bought games for my Xbox uh Series X, but like for the most part, majority of the games I've played on my Series X have been from Game Pass. And a majority a majority of the indie games that I've wanted to play this year, once again, have been on Game Pass day one. So um the next game I want to talk about is another indie game called Flynn Son of Crimson Son of Crimson Crimson. And that is a um it's like a, a classic like 2D action platformer. Where you're playing as a um, a kid who pretty much finds out that he has like this crimson power, and he's off on an adventure to you know stop this um, stop these enemies from like taking over the world. Like your, your typical like you know action uh, adventure platformer story. Sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But you know th- this one was pretty. It's it's cool. Like while you're going through the game, you're um, you're gaining abilities for like this this crimson power that you have, and mm-hmm. then you're also like crossing paths with like this uh pre- pretty much like this enemy that like i don't want to like sp- like spoil anything but like it's um it's an enemy that you sort of come across like every now and then and like once you come into your power and like you're beating them repeatedly it starts getting to her so um hmm. it's it's I, I i've only really maybe played maybe by like a couple of hours into it but like it's it's definitely something i i i'm gonna try and get some more time to actually play like play through and finish um because like i haven't played i haven't really played like action platformers like this in a, in a minute it's been a while like uh i'm not gonna say it doesn't look like this but it almost reminds me a, you know tangentially of katana zero a little bit like in terms of the action, like the the the, I mean the side scrolling sort of like very detailed pixel art. Yeah, um, yeah, pixel art. I think that's what sucked, like got me into it. And then once I yeah. started playing it, like once you start unlocking um like your your uh skill tree, yeah, and unlocking more like crimson abilities, it's fun. Like uh, each like they sort of like it's uh it's it's like world based. So like you'll be, like you'll like your map is uh like you'll see like the icon of the character and like you're going from like level to level and like it's sort of like a metroid like classic mario it's so yeah like a classic mario and it's sort of like a metroid uh a metroid like game where like once you get like an ability you can sort of go back to old like older levels and like sort of explore okay. the level All even right. more that's oh. what I was gonna ask you if it was like a metroidvania or something yeah so it's a, it's a it's a mix between all of them honestly Okay, because like if it's if it was Metroidvania, I was I was about, I was about to be like, man, like because I I bounce off those so hard, like sometimes, like so when they hit, they hit hard, mm-hmm. like Death's Door hit for me, um, but then there are others that like I just bounce off so quickly because it's like I don't know if I feel like you know unlocking this whole fucking map and uh, I don't know. Um, I, so like the, this game, like it, you're like it's it's throwing the story at you like the whole time. So like um, okay. It's like so like the the my neck like the next game I want to talk about sort of like doesn't have enough of that or the gameplay is saving it for me right now. But sticking right. on this game, like I think the the story like it's throwing enough story in your face that it's you know the pacing of like you know trying to get trying to figure out what's going on in the world, trying to you know uh, 
pretty much solve the issues that you're trying to like solve. Uh, it, that, yeah. that's that's what's keeping me hooked into this. Okay. And the um, I don't know, like it, I I love being a, a game with like a a a cool like dog companion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the dog does look pretty cool. I'm not gonna lie, you can never yeah. go wrong with a nice doggo. Yeah, so I um I I guess I put a, enough hours into this game where like um now I'm like playing like doing certain things in the levels with the dog and like the dog's pretty mm. OP. Like he's like a guardian spirit. So okay. uh when you get to use him, like you really see his power. Okay. I'm here for this. This combat looks insane. Yeah. Like lots of different weapon yeah. styles even. Yeah, hmm. different weapon styles. You could combine that with like the different elements and stuff like that. So um it, yeah it's uh it's definitely something that like i remember seeing in like a like one of those like indie shows and i was like okay that looks interesting but then like finally seeing that it came out came out on game pass like i had to pick it up yeah oh well it also case. seems cool yeah so um i'll i'll probably give like ho- hopefully give like you know my, my final thoughts on this game next time uh we talk on the next episode um mm-hmm. but my last game that i want to talk about uh, this week was a game that I haven't like finished, uh, and this game came out in, like in 2017. Um, and the reason why I'm I'm playing it now is because a new game came out, and I don't want to buy that game until I finish this one. So uh, this game is Metroid: Samus Returns, which technically is like a remake of what Metroid 2. Mm-hmm. And um, it's 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 Metroid. Um, I know that. For a lot of people, this one, like, uh, when it came out, a lot of people really liked it. Uh, it's It added, like, a lot of, like, newer Metroid, like, you know, added, like, the, I think, the power bomb, added, like, the, the, the grappling hook. Like, all the, like, newer Metroid-type uh, functions are in this mm-hmm. game. But the, I, don't, I don't know, like, for me, this, like, it... it it, like there's a story, but there's not a story. It's more or less like Sam is showing up on a planet and just fucking shit up. Like I think that's how they all are, though. Yeah, yeah <laughs> but like I, I, I don't know this. Like I, I when I think of like like to me, uh, Metroid Fusion had like enough of like okay, this is why we're here. This is what's happening, and like mm. even in between certain story segments, there's some mm. sort of like all right, like you know uh, the. In, 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 in Metroid Fusion, the uh, there was like the the SAX, like that was chasing you down. But like in this, it's more or less like, hey, like you have to like kill all these Metroids, and like just you like you just have to figure it out. Which mm-hmm. I feel like other Metroid games somewhat points you in the right direction. Uh, this one, I'm I'm really finding it where I'm like, all right, I have this new ability. Let me go all the way back to sort of see what like I can access now. Hmm. Not to, a classic to, formula. To, yeah, so it's it's really it's really classic. So I guess that's I mean, it's not really a fault, but it's yeah. more or less like I'm a little annoyed by it. Hmm. It's made by the same people that made Dread, right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I didn't. I actually didn't know that. Huh. Hmm. I think they but cut I'm hearing great, I'm hearing and great like... things about Dread, so like that's what's getting me to like sort of play through this. Yeah. So is that I, I really I, want to play that? I am. I'm. I'm hearing really good things, and I feel like it, <laughs> I'm almost, almost feeling like gamer shame because, like, I I hear awesome things. It looks like something I should be interested in, but I don't know. Like something, 
Maybe it's because I'm, I just was never like a Metroid guy. Like Metroid Prime is cool, but it was like never. It was just not my thing. Like I was never going crazy over it. Mm-hmm. So, but I like some Metroidvanias. Um, you know, I I loved Ori uh, and Hollow Knight's great. You know, there are certainly games in that genre I really enjoy. I've played a Castlevania or two in my day and enjoyed that. Um, I don't know what it is about Metroid. Like maybe I should just try Dread or or Samus Returns. I don't know something. Like that, I played one of them before, like significantly. I don't remember which one it was. Maybe it was Fusion, um, and it was cool. If like, are you guys big Metroid fans? I'm, I'm big enough where like I'll pick up the games when they come out, and okay. um, like I enjoy I enjoy the series, but I'm, I'm not like a like diehard. Yeah, I'm more of a okay. Prime fan than Side Scroll Metroid. Oh, okay, but like okay. I remember playing the mess out of Fusion. Back when he used to have it on like the Game Boys at the Walmart or whatever, mm-hmm. I'd play that yeah. forever. So I've always wanted to try one out, but I don't know. I just never like wanted to pick one up and buy one. Mm. Yeah, I I'll probably give Dread a shot, like because it looks it looks cool, like there, it looks like a good like it would be a good video game. Um, that that excitement, that raw excitement that everybody feels, I just it's lost upon me. Uh, but it, but mm-hmm. I'm happy for all the fans that have waited so long for, for a new good Metroid, uh, and they finally seemingly got one with Dread. So that's awesome. Yeah. So I'm you know I'm trying to make my my, my way through Samus Returns. Um, you know and like yeah. I'm, and it's it's on the 3DS. So like I know like for a lot of people, uh, that's sort of like irrelevant now. <laughs> uh, I mean some people some <laughs> people still have their 3DSs. So whether or not like you'll actually go back and play it, like I. If you have a 3DS, it's, it's sort of worth looking at because, like I said, like when this came out, people did enjoy this game a lot. So, mm-hmm. um, and then, you know, the game looks good. Uh, it also like reminded me that, like, y'all, do, do you guys remember that Nintendo made fucking 3DS? They they made a 3D device where you don't need 3D glasses. So, like, going back to that after years of like not using it, mm-hmm. it's it's just so it, like just sort of like turning on that 3d switch and like i'm playing on the uh, the, the the quote-unquote new 3ds xl where like they improved the um like the 3d effect because like there's like a scanner now where like it sort of detects your face and tries to give you like the best like depth perception based okay. on where you're looking at it so they use so, they use 3d in samus returns because i feel like they kind of dropped that after a while with a lot of games yeah so like I know a lot of, like, I know the later Pokemon games, like, just straight up did not use 3D, like, mm-hmm. at all. So, Wait, um, like, it wasn't compatible? They, did, they, they didn't have the effect? It, yeah, it just didn't have the effect. Wow. I did not know that. Huh. Come on, man. It's Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> wow. But, <laughs> but yeah, like, this this is definitely one of those games that, like, you know, yeah. if, you, if you could, like, actually play games with the 3d effect on because i know for some people it gave some people headaches mm-hmm, uh, yeah. some people like didn't really care too much for it but, like this is at least for me this is one of the games where like if i i don't know i just want to be wowed by it like i'll turn it on yeah hmm. kind of side note on that are there any games on the 3ds that you guys like vividly remember is using it really really well Oh, like Super the, Mario 3D um, World. Super Mario 3D World. That yeah. that that's that's the one yeah. I can think of. Yeah, like the one. Yeah, I think um, they use it on the on the um Zelda remakes too. They did, yeah. I mean, that was for Ocarina of Time and everything. Mm-hmm. They, they they use the the 3D feature on that. Um, like honestly, World was like, so good. Like, or I'm sorry, 3D Land. 3D Land was so good because 
like you you use the 3d in order to help you solve puzzles and like platforming things like that was they use it in an innovative way to where i was like okay that's why they made this and then didn't do it for like any of their other games as well i mean i'm trying to remember yeah because i want to look up pull up a list um star fox 3d Kid Icarus was cool. I like that. Okay, that was another one that... No, I didn't play that one myself, mm-hmm. but I did hear that they use the 3D effectively. It's not just a gimmick. Yeah. It's not like, oh, we have 3D on this too, because that's what they did with the Phoenix Wright games. Mm-hmm. I think five and, 5 and 6, those were just gimmicks. It's like I would... I'm never playing that in 3D. I'm just going to play them in 2D. There's, there's no point for me to do so. Um, yeah, I forgot I'll, Snake yeah. Eater was on the 3DS. Yeah. That's such a weird thing. Wild times. Yeah. <laughs> Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, I really, sorry, I didn't mean to derail no, that hard. I, mean, I just was curious. No, I mean, but it's it's interesting that like Nintendo did something so like left field with like yeah, like left field with like this 3D effect that honestly I don't think we'll really see ever again in a product. Mm-hmm. I think it was just like a product at the time because that was back when like 3D was hot everywhere. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Movies, like, yeah. movies, movies and everything like that. Yeah. Sony had like a 3D TV or something. Yeah, right. I remember that now. Yeah, you're, you're yeah. not seeing that anymore. Remember, you could do like split screen on the same screen. Mm-hmm. <sighs> what a weird concept. I mean, like yeah. I could have a full screen, but share it with somebody else, and they could see a completely different thing. For those that aren't aware, shall we explain that more? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, yeah. yeah um, Samus Returns is cool. Like I'm playing that like on the go. I'm playing that like. You know, in between jobs, playing that, like, you know, in, in bed. Um, so that's, that's really, like, honestly, I've, I've been playing that and Pokemon Go, like, pretty heavy uh, for the past, like, couple weeks. Oh, wow. Yeah, because, okay. I mean, uh, I've, I've, I've been, like, maybe, like, a week ago, I've been, you know, I've been traveling a little bit. And then just, mm. just being really busy, haven't been able to really, like, sit down and pick yeah. up any of the consoles. So, like, you know, I can't wait to play back for blood with you guys um please do yeah uh i think the last thing i really played was uh the halo flight test with you rod that was a lot oh right that was like the last thing i really played on my console on a, like a console so, wow yeah that was a, that was a while back too that was a while ago yeah so, so it's, it's been been me my 3ds and uh me, me playing pokemon go because my, my girlfriend kicked my ass in the battle and i was like hold up now <laughs> hold up now hold up <laughs> can't have this can't have this and it's funny um last week i was like telling her about different things in the game and she was like how is it that i got you back in the game but you're already better than me and i was like mm, i mean <laughs> i do i do run should i play that right <laughs> this is what you i sort of, do <laughs> you, sort of, you sort of put this on yourself so <laughs> But it's, but it's all in good fun. It's, it's something, you know, uh, fun to do. Like, just like going to, like, Pokestops, you know, walking. Uh, yeah. Just doing this, that, and the third. Uh, <laughs> this It's funny. There's a house. Oh, I guess towards, like, the front of, like, my subdivision, there's, like, a church. So, you know, most churches are Pokestops. So anytime, like, I'm driving home, I'll, like, pull over <laughs> mm-hmm. and sit there and then, like, spin the Pokestop get some items, get some Pokemon. And like, I'm there for at least like a good, like five, 10, 15 minutes. So I'm sure at some, like at this point, someone's noticed, like every time I come home, 
Like, why Why does this car just sort of sit there for 15 minutes? I'm catching Pokemon, That's actually man. really funny. I, I had no idea churches were Pokestops. Like, that was a consistent thing. That's really funny. Is there, like, yeah. a certain type of Mon that always shows up there? No, it's just, uh, they're just Pokestops. Hmm. <laughs> Curious. <laughs> okay. Amazing. Yeah, so let's go ahead and jump into the news for this week. Um, this, this, Do it. Yeah, this is, uh... Mm-hmm. It's interesting. There's an interesting <laughs> it's spread. Interesting spread. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're gonna go ahead and start it off with uh, God of War, uh, God of War yes. 2018 coming to PC. Um, mm-hmm. Which you know, this isn't really. A, I don't think it's a, it's a surprise. This isn't really a surprise, guys. It it's not a surprise, but it's more of the fact that like we continually get confirmation that Sony is going all in on PC. Like I mean, and by that I mean you know we're getting their their big first party titles. God of War is not that old; it's like three years old. Yep. Um, you know, and it's like, and it's one of their heaviest selling uh titles that they've had in the generation for ps4 like that is a huge huge deal you're right chris like it's not like a gigantic surprise especially for us who follow the industry pretty closely but like man i mean they just bought that that studio from earlier that that will focus on pc ports as well so like they're really committing to the platform in a way that i'm like man people who say you know people who use that excuse of well you know, I'm not getting an Xbox because I can get everything on PC. Like, I'm just curious if that argument is still going to hold up for them. <laughs> like, uh, you know, because we're we're getting an all PC future pretty soon, I think. Well, with the exception of Nintendo. But mm-hmm. um, you how know. long before hey, we just we start got... getting like Sony branded PCs? So, <laughs> shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, That'd be. I mean, Chris, you sound doubtful. <laughs> I feel like if they do something like that, I mean. Sony sort of has like a track record of like doing stuff like that and then like just dropping it. Yeah. I mean, you gotta see how it sells first. Yeah. But I mean, it's cool. It's cool that, you know, people that like are strictly PC, like they'll, you know, finally get to play God of War. Um, You know, this is something, like you said, they've been doing for a while now. We've seen Horizon Zero Dawn. We just saw um, Death Stranding. Uh, So, like, you know, God of War coming out, uh, and this is coming out early next year, I think January. Yeah, yeah. For fifty bucks, um, it's gonna be twenty one nine support. So if you've got a wide monitor, widescreen monitor, that'll be compatible and DLSS, which is uh, I believe a deep learning super sampling. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, if you got the, I th- believe that's an NVIDIA thing. Um, so if you've got that uh, shit, th- a thirty eighty on God of War would probably blow your fucking mind. Uh, so yeah, really, really excited to see like some of the benchmark stuff that comes out around this. Yeah, I think I read somewhere it was like like an uncapped uh, frame rate too, right? Oh lord, yeah, I think so. Yeah, <laughs> that was my that was my reaction, James. Oh lord. <laughs> <laughs> so so uh, you know, good for Sony. Sony, welcome to yeah. to twenty twenty one. It's about time. It's about yes. time. So um, yeah, I guess. Are there any games that you guys? I guess before we hop off of this, uh, any games you yeah. want to see on PC um, from Sony? You already know what I'm gonna say. Wait, what? Oh, uh, Bloodborne. It's gotta be Bloodborne. Oh, uh, true, true, true. Y- yeah, like I need that. I need that uncapped frame rate. I need a resolution higher than 1080p. Like I need that yesterday. And the fact that they are just refusing, refusing this is just mind-boggling to me. Does it make your um, blood boil? 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it does. It makes my blood boil. It makes it born. I don't know. I don't know what a born is, but, but like you can, uh, so one of the things too, that like, you know, is, is that they, there was a leaked document from a while back that did predict this or, or had God of War on there. And I believe they had Death Stranding there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the other games that they had was Ghost of Tsushima, Horizon 2, uh, Gran Turismo 7, Demon Souls, Returnal, and Ratchet and Clank. So, I mean, I think majority of those titles, especially the last like three, are pretty recent. Like those are 20, yeah. late 2020 to 2021 games. Um, I mean, Demon Souls so was whenever, a launch title for PS5. Yeah, yeah, it was so, a yeah, so that's a big deal to have these things coming. Those are games that already look really, really good. Um, so the fact that they'll be out available on PC for our PC brethren is is really awesome. Um, and I can't wait like to just see that. Like I love when people get the chance to play more of these games. Yeah, so that's 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 good. <laughs> I'm, I'm, ha- I'm happy for people that have uh, have those high end Nvidia cards. Good, good for you guys. <laughs> One day. <laughs> yeah, that sounds so bitter, Chris. <laughs> hey, man, those things are impossible to find now. You looking for a thirty eighty, man? Hey, if you can find it for me, that'd be dope. That's 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 what I want for Christmas. That's what I want for, what I want for <laughs> okay. Christmas to my birthday. <laughs> All right. I got you. All right. No problem. All right. So while while we're on the topic of rumors, um, there is yeah. a rumor that a new Splinter Cell is in you know early development. Just got greenlit, mm-hmm. and once again, welcome to 2021. This is something that people have literally been waiting for for like a while. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if I, I yeah, that's what I was about to yeah, I was about to get to that. Like, I yeah. hope this isn't some sort of weird like hybrid game. I hope this isn't a battle royale. It's a battle royale. Uh, I you know, I think didn't the uh, CEO of um. Uh, Ubisoft say that like Splinter Cell needed to evolve before it could come back. Like, no, just we just want Splinter Cell. Like, don't change it. <laughs> Why did we keep making this so difficult? Yeah, um, I thought this was interesting to bring up for a couple reasons. Number one, like you said, it's a rumor, so you know you know how we feel about rumors. But there, this was reported uh, a lot under some really reliable sources. So I'm pretty sure. This is actually true. Um, and secondly, I, I'm with you guys. Like the current Ubisoft, like I don't know if I want it anymore. Like I would love, excuse me, I would love for this game to come out and it's great. Uh, I would love that. Um, you know, that's that's not to say anything about like all the behind the scenes shit going on at Ubisoft right now. They definitely need to clean house over there. Um, but like if you're looking strictly at the game here, there was Jeff Grubb wrote a piece, I think today or yesterday, where they were saying that they tested a game out in 2021 or 2020 that was very reminiscent of um, old Splinter Cell mixed with like kind of Hitman style gameplay. Uh, so that seemed to indicate to me that it might be more of an open world scenario or sandbox, I should say, not necessarily open world. Um, I mean, that, but more of a sandbox approach to the gameplay. Oh, what's that? Jamie? That could work. I'll take that. That could that could work, and that would be an evolution of, of what that original trilogy was. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of ignoring what the sequel games to that was. I'm thinking like Blacklist and Double Agent or Double Trouble. What was Double that? Agent. What was the one? Where, th- Double Agent. Okay. <laughs> yeah, the one where he was in prison and shaved himself bald. That was strange. Yeah, that was a really weird direction for, for that series. Um, but 
Yeah, so I, I, I could see something along those lines. Maybe an expansion of the spies versus the mercs stuff would be cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is not, this would not be the same team, I would imagine, who worked on that original classic trilogy. I'm thinking specifically like Pandora Tomorrow and like Chaos Theory, uh, which I think are still like top tier stealth games. But when I think of like Metal Gear Solid Five: Phantom Pain, that to me is like probably the best stealth game ever made. Like when I think of a modern Splinter Cell, I think of the Phantom Pain. I really um, need to play purely that purely in terms of gameplay. Oh, uh, Phantom Pain. Yeah, it's very, very good if you ignore the story. Uh, it's extremely good, and I, feel and like I, I do can do that then because I'm so far <laughs> removed from like the Metal Gear mythos that it'll be easy to do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, game. It, it is one of my favorite. I think it may have been like one of my favorite games, if not my favorite, of that year it came out. Just because it was, it w- truly was that sandbox style of gameplay. You approach any situation virtually, however you want. You could go in loud. You could do. You could do stealth perfectly. Um, and it was that full realization of it. And I think I said that at the time we were. I think we were still doing the show at that point. And I said something along those lines um, of of it being an evolution of chaos theory. So hopefully they take that approach to this. Mm. Well, um... <laughs> both of both of you at the same time, both instances. Oh, wonder twins, yeah, man. I know. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> next, next up, um, there's an article from Axios.com talking about uh, Game Pass. Game Pass, um, the subscriptions, they they actually missed Microsoft's target, uh, which, you know, not to say, I can't say that we're shills because we don't get money. Sure, from don't Microsoft, but we we heavily promote Game Pass on this show. It is it's definitely one of the best deals in gaming. I don't even have to even jump into that. Like, y'all heard it before. But um, apparently over the past 12 months, uh, in the 12 months ending June 30th, uh, Game Pass subscriber growth was up 30%. But the company had set a goal of a 48% growth goal. So um, that sucks. But at the same time, that's sort of on them for, like, I feel like there, there was there, like, the heavy hitters weren't there for people to really, like, subscribe to it. Like, Mm-hmm. we like people like like consumers like us like consumers that like will play indie games like the indie game front have been has been like amazing this past year like i've been put on to so many indie games that i would have missed out on um because of game pass but like your average joe schmo he's gonna want the triple a games he's yeah. gonna want your halo he's gonna want your your forza games uh gears of war um any of like these bethesda games coming out like that's what people want. So, at, at least to me, it's it sucks that it it didn't hit that goal. But like, the, hey, this next coming year, like it, we're, it looks like we're gonna be getting some good games. Yeah, I wouldn't be worried about it too much. Once the real games start dropping, if it's not up by hey, then, then hey, maybe hey, we can talk. Hey, 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 indie games are real games. You know what I mean. You know what I mean. Like, you don't go to like a, a PlayStation and look at all the indie titles. You want God of War. You want Horizon. You want whatever i need the xbox equivalents and that'll sell game pass on its own i mean i agree but like you said the target demographic's not there i definitely think that this is not something to worry about uh i I agree with you james like this is something that i i do believe it's affected by covid 
Like, you know, that too. there's a lot of delays. Halo got delayed. And I know Halo multiplayer is free to play, but there's still the campaign to consider. And I think that will be a big draw for people as well. Horizon 5 or Horizon Forza Horizon 5 uh, will drop in a few weeks here. I think that will draw people in. Um, so overall, like your thesis of like, yeah, next year, like both of you are saying like, yeah, when the games, the AAA titles, like all the investments Microsoft has made when they start paying off, uh, we start seeing them. That's when I think that that number rises. And by the way, like 37% is not, not a small bad number. whatsoever. Yeah, like. <laughs> That's really, really fucking good. Like, that's great even. Um, I think 48% is just really high. I think that's that's a really high mark, especially, again, in the age of COVID, uh, production delays. Um, We're seeing games continually get delayed, and we're going to keep seeing that probably. Um, So, you know, these games are going to take longer to make, so that investment is going to take longer to to come in. So I'm, I'm not super worried about this, but I just thought it was interesting that we had some sort of concrete financial number to put with Game Pass. Yeah. So, I, I, I think we're all on the same boat here. Um, I think this mm-hmm. is like, this is definitely an article where it's like, you know, hey, this is what happened. But I don't know. I think I, at the end of the day, I sort of think that's more or less like uh, just. I don't, I don't want to say clickbait. There's a better word for it. But. No, no, I I don't think it's clickbait at all. Like, I mean, I think that there's a few. There's a there's a section here where they they outline kind of why this is interesting. Um, they they say that it's it's interesting that Game Pass are a target at all. So I'm going to like kind of, if you don't mind, I'm going to quote some of it here. Uh, In 2019, the company added Game Pass subscriber growth to a short list of performance goals for top executives, including the Microsoft CEO, uh, Satya uh, Nadella. It's the only pure gaming metric listed in the execs payment plan and sits alongside other priority targets, including a number of LinkedIn sessions and usage of Microsoft Teams. Um, And also reaching certain targets over the course of three years, pays out way more or more stock to those executives. I think that's super significant and really like explains why Microsoft as a whole. And again, Microsoft is like a tech company, not necessarily like just a gaming division. Like they, they have their hands in so many other things other than gaming. This is like kind of small in comparison to like their, you know, windows or PCs or, Oof. or yeah, they need teams. to work on that. Skype, yeah, like all that stuff. Um, so they, 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 they're so much more broad than just like Xbox. And I think sometimes we forget that when we talk about, you know, Microsoft. Um, the fact that Game Pass is a metric for them proves that they are really going hard, like as hard as possible and why they were able to do things like acquire Bethesda. Because they, the, you know, Microsoft really, the, the execs, they really believe in the vision for Game Pass. Um, so I certainly think like this is certainly an, an interesting or important uh, topic to to bring up, like in terms of it being reported on. Um, and I hope that we continue seeing these things as well. Yeah, because I know for a while, like uh, like numbers, like us hearing the numbers from Game Pass wasn't something that was like readily reported on. So exactly. So it's, yeah. it's cool to see they actually like you know popping open a hood, letting us see that stuff. So yeah. Good, good, good on them. Good on them. So our last story for this episode, um, we're going to talk about Nintendo Switch's online service. Oh boy, here we oh go. Boy. Oh boy. <laughs> Nintendo Switch online had just um, they they just unveiled their expansion pack to their online service, which uh, launches October twenty fifth. 
for 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 how much? How much you guys think Nintendo Nintendo Switch's online is like is is bumping up to? Which I is bumping up to like only if you want this additional service. So just to preface mm-hmm. everything that we're about to talk about, at the end of the day, if you still want to keep whatever whatever the heck Nintendo's giving us for uh for 20 bucks, <laughs> you can keep that. You can, mm-hmm. you, you do not have to change from this. This isn't forced. But if you want all the bells and whistles there is an increased price tag. Guys, mm-hmm. $49.99 per year for, you know, the typical just online service. Uh, you have your NES, um, SNES, uh, you know, library. You have your cloud saves. You, They added the, 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 the mobile uh, phone service, like the, the app is part. I didn't even know that was part of the the online service i still haven't downloaded that app i yeah i thought the app was just an app um that's also gonna include uh now gonna include nintendo 64 games uh sega genesis games and the complete uh animal crossings new horizons uh happy home paradise dlc so yeah uh for an extra what is that 30 bucks yeah, <laughs> something like absolute, that. Absolute, absolute fucking lunacy. I could not believe. I would. I could not believe when they said that. I was like, "This is surely a joke. Someone is playing a prank on me." Uh, no, that is real. Thirty extra dollars mm-hmm. for not only the the face, the curb stomp that cloud saves, cloud saves behind a fifty dollar a year paywall. 30 extra dollars over the service that we already get. So Chris already said that the right way the first time when he said whatever it is that we have now. Like <laughs> it's baffling to me that they are charging that amount of money for this service, which is and I use service very loosely. Mm-hmm. Very loosely. Like you can't even send people messages over your quote unquote service. Like I can't communicate with anyone on my friends list reliably. You have to use the app. Yeah, Oh my <laughs> god. Like the I I cannot believe I cannot believe that. You can't. I'm curious like what you guys I per, well I can because it's Nintendo mm-hmm. and Nintendo does really weird shit all the time mm-hmm. because they're Nintendo and they can charge a premium for this. And this is coming from someone who purchased like that 3 game Mario thing. Like it was just emulators. Like and and I'm the fool. I did it. So like yep. I completely understand like they, but that's the thing is that they will get money for this. They will. They will. Um so I'm I, curious what you guys think. I, I just updated the app. Apparently it was on my phone. <laughs> I don't remember installing it. Um so yeah, it's essentially how you use voice chat for Splatoon 2, Smash Bros. Uh, Mario Kart and Animal Crossing. So Discord, 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 and Discord. Got it. I now I remember why I downloaded this. So when you play Animal Crossing, like this is like legit, like the best way of like is sending messages like in game because like the onboard keyboard was like trash for mm. for playing for playing Animal Crossing. So like pay pay, pay part, Nintendo more to not use their service more. Yeah. Got it. Makes sense. I, I don't know, man. 
<laughs> like, it's funny because we've been talking about, oh, they're bringing one of the new consoles to the Switch for sure. Is it going to be GameCube? Is it going to be Nintendo 64? Makes the most sense mm-hmm. to go in order. Um, mm-hmm. And then I think about some of the games on this list. Okay, so let's talk about this. You get the expansion pack for Nintendo 64. You get the Animal mm-hmm. Crossing. And then you get the Genesis Collection, which is already mm-hmm. a standalone thing, by the way, that you can buy yeah. on the Switch. So if you were if you already purchased the Genesis and you don't play Animal Crossing, you're it's like thirty extra bucks for the N sixty four library. Yeah, but if you think about going back to the three DS, even they repackaged Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask, and those are probably still thirty bucks by themselves to play them on a three DS. You can't really get any of these other games anywhere. The online Mario Kart sixty four does sound pretty fire. I would love to see that again. Mario Tennis, also something I really enjoyed. So, like, the games that are on this list, if you wanted to go out and repurchase them and play them on your own, of course, it's like 30 bucks here, 30 bucks there to find them now. So the convenience is kind of there. But, I don't know, man. That's a lot per year. The only saving grace in that... uh, hmm? mm -hmm. No, no, sorry, go ahead. The only saving grace in that for me is that I use the family plan... So I already, already paid like 10 bucks, if that. Not even 10 bucks, because I think I split it between like six people. Right. So it's kind. It's not that big of a deal for me, but I do understand the person that's just like on their own, like 70, oh, 50 bucks a year for some emulated games that you may or may not play. I could see that's that. Not, here's a real question. In the, how long has uh, the Nintendo like service has been? It's been out like, what? It's been out for a while. For a while? Mm-hmm. What, what yeah. was the last time you actually booted up the SNES or the NES games? I played Punch Out two months ago. I, I have gone back and played some games I haven't played before. I will give you credit for that, Nintendo. Um, Star Fox Two, that was cool because that was not a thing that was available in America. Super Punch Out because I just wanted to see what Punch Out was like. Um, what else did I play on there? I played some stuff on there when it first came out. But you're right, I don't go back to NES like that. But sixty four. I'll play you know Ocarina of Time again. You know what oh, Nintendo definitely. needs to do? You know what they mm-hmm. really need to do? Like, they need to stop fucking around. Listen, Nintendo, just open up the store. Just let us buy these games, all right? <laughs> just, let us, just, just let us emulate the games on your console. So that's part of my problem with this, is that, like, yeah, it's cool that, like, these games are now available, you know, essentially emulated, and nothing will be done to them. Like, Mario Kart 64 is still going to be a broken piece of shit. A broken piece of shit that I'm going to probably enjoy playing, but a broken piece of shit nonetheless, right? So, like, it, it it's, it's, it's not... They're not adding anything to the service. So what are the $30 extra dollars going toward? Definitely not the infrastructure. Licensing. The online service. Exactly. Probably licensing. That's probably where it's going. So in that case, why don't we subsidize some of that? Like, allow this to be purchased on your store. I That part of it will... Like, they're doing this Disney vault thing that's really annoying. Um, and, and they've been doing that for like the past generation or two mm-hmm. where they'll, they'll sell something and be like, all right, you only have X amount of time, but then, and then just stop doing it. Like, I don't understand why they wouldn't be able to just go ahead, release it, you know, let us purchase it and then have it. I probably would have a little bit less of a problem with this. I, I would certainly like to see it come down like 10 bucks or so, but 
I mean, if you're not going to change anything with the service, at least give us the option to purchase these individually. I saw some people comparing this to Game Pass, and it's not even remotely close to the same not, thing. Not, because not, we, not at all. That's a, that's a with, who? Who? With Game Pass. At them. <laughs> with, at them. <laughs> I want all this quote. Who said that? Oh, Lord. Who said that? <laughs> I feel like to protect their safety, I can't. Uh, but, but you know, the, the Game Pass lets you purchase the games that are on there. Yeah. While even with a discount, and I'm not even saying that I'm asking for that much. Like, just allow us to get them just with our own money, so we could keep them. That would be nice, like um, the eShop used to do. Right, right. Go, literally, go back yeah. one generation. You could still buy these games on a Wii U. Isn't, yeah, isn't that wild? Isn't it wild <laughs> that you, if you happen to still have a functioning Wii U, that you could go on the eShop and buy these games? I mean, it's crazy. It is pretty crazy. Nintendo, what are you that, doing? Uh, yeah, that, that's the thing. I mean, because they're doing like they're doing cool things. Like, I like the idea of providing a service like this, um, like an additional service. I do like that, but I think the price is too high. I think the infrastructure needs to change. Um, and and that, that's really, those are really the main points. Like, if they fixed those two things, I would have so much less to complain about. Mm-hmm. This just seems kind of insulting. Like, honestly, like this is like, hey, we're just, <laughs> we didn't do anything to the service but we're charging a an absolute premium for this this is on par with psn and, and xbox live almost it's ten dollars removed from those services um and actually and I can, enjoy using those services yeah I, I that's a that's the key point right like i actually like using those um it, i can see the value in them it makes me wonder if like eShop sales were not as good as we thought they were and maybe that's why they're the not, retro titles right hmm. and maybe that's why they're not doing it that way they, they weren't good because no one had the system. This was Wii U, right? That's a that's a that's a very valid point, Chris. When you say <laughs> those words in that order, that makes a lot of fucking sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that would probably do gangbuster numbers now, with the way the switch is out here. Yeah, the switch if, is so hot. If they do anything like what they do with like the current eShop, where like they just have like these games on sale, mm. we we've mm. talked about this on previous episodes. I'm that person that if I see a game on sale for a dollar, I'll buy it. Mm-hmm. Like just, just and all those games I would buy again to have on my Switch. Yeah, yeah. definitely, definitely. Paper Mario yeah. alone. Like me, me mm. uh, picking my 3ds back up. Like I didn't really like realize. Well, always knew i was a junkie for digital games so like just 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 looking at like what i had installed on my 3ds like i had like pokemon red Pokemon blue yellow uh omega ruby and sapphire Mm -hmm. um metroid returns i had for some reason i had like the um you know that phoenix right like three pack i already had it oh yeah i had it on the 3ds already um just just random stuff like I like people like I come on y'all Nintendo people will buy digital like my my Switch library is even worse. Do you th- do you think <laughs> there's a possibility they'll show up later on down the line? No, n- n- I ain't betting nothing on Nintendo. I didn't say <laughs> I didn't say that. There's possibility. <laughs> oh, Not man. at all. I ain't holding my I ain't holding my breath for nothing. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I I I think the. The other, I think the, the well, I mean, positive, quote unquote, I guess. But like the, the most interesting part of this was them offering the Animal Crossing DLC. 
because that opens them up to do this for other games. And they said that. They said as much, like, in a press release, I think. Um, they were like, you know, in the future, we may actually do DLC, like, this way. Um, so, I can't think of... Oh, go ahead. So, so here's so here's, here's a real thing. So, um, Okay. So... Breath of the Wild 2, is that, like, considered a DLC or a whole new game? Whole no, new that's game. a whole game. Okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, the expansion pass for Breath of the Wild... Yeah. Covered in that same price point. Yeah. Which right. is not as terrible. Do you do you do you think you, we would see stuff like um them adding like like Breath of the Wild DLC, maybe the Pokemon Sword and Shield DLC? Okay, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Yeah. Like stuff like that, I'm thinking they would do. Mm-hmm. Um because I, I was thinking like what are they coming out with like in the future? You know, I'm thinking like a Super Mario Odyssey thing like a dlc pack for that the new kirby game the new kirby game exactly like if they came out with an additional worlds or levels or whatever for that yeah i think that would be cool that's that's a value that i can i can see like with that um absolutely okay so let's let's talk about that then how much does the dlc for animal crossing gonna run us 25 okay so five extra bucks for the n64 and the genesis if you want to think about it, like paying for the DLC. I will say I've talked to a few people um, about this, especially those who are really interested in it. They're going to buy the Animal Crossing DLC outright mm. um, oh. rather than like go through the service. And these aren't like, you know, the, the N64 stuff kind of is interesting, but might, it might be like one or two games. And it's kind of like stuff where like, eh, I might not get that, but maybe later they're they're big enough fans to where I think that thing is going to sell just fine. It's that I think is going to be meant to appeal to me where like I'm a pretty casual Animal Crossing fan. I will check out that new content drop when it when it comes out, mm-hmm. uh, like the free version. And then it maybe like if I'm like, all right, maybe I want to play Wave Race or something, which I don't think Wave Race is actually on here. That's a that's a goddamn crime. Um, <laughs> no pilot but, wings either. No pilot wings. Um, so maybe I'm like, I want to play Mario Golf or whatever. Like, all right, cool. I'll sub to this. And then, ooh, I already have the Animal Crossing DLC. I wasn't going to buy that anyway. Um, so, yeah, I, I think for me, that would be an appealing prospect. But we'll, we'll certainly need more games. I, so I was just mm-hmm. thinking about this. So, like, you know, we have uh, Ocarina of Time being added to this. Mm-hmm. I'd rather play the 3DS version than the N64 version of Ocarina of Time. Like, why? That was the f- first thing I thought, actually. Like, why? When they showed those games, yeah, yeah exactly. Like, hmm. Why backpedal? You already made the ports, right? So, like, say, yeah, like, why not just add those versions? In that case, we should, be, like, we should have gotten uh, Super Mario 3DS instead of 64. My Super Mario 64 3DS. Whatever that version was with Wario and Luigi and Yoshi. Yeah. Oh, Super Mario 64 DS. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was it. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, a lot of people were saying that, too, with, um, like, that three-pack Mario thing that came out. They were like, it should have been the more updated version because it looked better. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was straight up the N64 emulated. I guarantee that that version that was in the, the three-pack will be the one on the N64 shop or whatever. Never slap in the face if you already bought the game. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> right. But see, part of that is like, okay, well, I bought the game now. So I own it regardless of whether or not, like, 
I, I sub to the server. Because once I stop subbing, Nintendo is the only service out of the three that I sometimes I forget to resub to because I'm not really playing online like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then I would, I'll lose access to, you know, if I sub one day, I'll lose access and I can't, I won't be able to forget if I play it with any regularity anyway. Um, I would like to know the cadence of new releases too. Like how often are they dropping new games on this thing? Is it once a month, once every two months? Like how, how often is that? I'm not sure if they've said yet. How have they done the other ones? The uh, NES and SNES? Has that kind of random drops? I think it's, and then at some point I think they said they were going to stop adding games. Oh, did they? Yeah, I vaguely, oh, wow. I vaguely remember that. But here's the real question: who, who, who the fuck is gonna buy a Sega Genesis controller for fifty dollars? <laughs> right. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. Oh, I bet, I bet they did it already release. Uh, it's sold, it's sold out already. Yeah. Well, there you go. Oh, that's a silly question, go. Chris. You had to answer. <laughs> but it's sold out when they they only make so many. So Nintendo, you're not fooling me. Uh yes. <laughs> yeah, it's um I could see. I, I that that's that's kind of retro bait, which is fine, I guess. Like people are going to buy that. That's not too surprising to me. It's more surprising that I think James, you said this last time we talked about it, maybe like off air, but um the, you can get all of these games. Mhm. on the Genesis already in packs on various consoles, yeah. which is really funny. Um and that's part of what's driving up the the price, all the, the price. licensing fees for that stuff. Yeah. Right, like if I could save like 10, 20 bucks and lose to Genesis, by all means, like get it out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Sega fans, but like I can only play Sonic so many times. Sonic, <laughs> Sonic 2, I should say, so many times. Mm. Mm. Yeah. See, my thing is that like I would hope that eventually, like, like we said, they would open this up, open up the marketplace, let us buy these games, like, you know, individually. And like. <sighs> Is is it is it sad that I just I, that I have a pipe dream of like I want to see I want them to add like you know the 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 Game Boy games Game Boy Color games Game Boy Advance games all that stuff on the Switch and then now with this N sixty four stuff like I want to be able to play like Pokemon Gold and Silver and then import those Pokemon into Pokemon Stadium too is that too hard to ask oh, for Yes that, uh, that that might yeah that might be a little much that, but but that, I get where you your heart's true? in the right place but the thing is I'm spending money. <laughs> I, people will yeah. spend, people will spend money. They want people to emulate. They want people to pirate. At this point, mm. don't say that too loud. Uh, They'll find you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. I know like, you are. I'm, just, if, I'm if, just saying. Be careful. <laughs> <laughs> like if, if if they're not making it easy to access, then that's, that's just that's that's what it leads to. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's sad, but like if you have a and even just a basic PC at this point, you can handle most of those games. And had them run better than the actual console will. I mean, it's not like I'm Kotaku saying, hey, pirate Metroid Dread day one. Kotaku said that? <laughs> yes. Oh. Wait, what? It was like a Kotaku article, like the day of Metroid Dread coming out. They're like, yo, like this game looks so good on PC. Why wasn't that it? in the news? What? <laughs> Kotaku is, what is going, what's in the water? They wildin', bro. I feel like every week for the last like two months, it's been something every day. Yeah, I'll, I'll see if I I'll see if I can find it. Like I I think it'll, it like even Nintendo like copyright struck that video. Oh, because it's already article. running on Switch emulators. Yeah, that Wait, was you found it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, I don't know if I would have said it 
quite like that, but okay. That's what they say. Uh, that's that's crazy. The optics of that is really bizarre. Uh, Ooh, because update. Hold on. I got you. Okay. As of 10.10 uh, this year, an earlier version of this story was understood by many readers <laughs> to be a direct suggestion to illegally download this just-released game. We regret the interpretation and apologize as the original article did not meet our editorial standards. <laughs> Kotaku believes emulation uh. is a vital part of the world of gaming, not least when it comes to game preservation. Reporting on a phenomenon is not the same as encouraging anyone to break the law and download games that they have not purchased. We believe our readers are intelligent adults <laughs> capable of making such choices for themselves independently of us. Hmm. I'd say Kotaku's like legal team must be like... <laughs> That <laughs> must be overworked over there. Well, it's it's foolish because it's like, yeah, we've already had to wait and basically pray to the gods, like, you know, of give us a new Metro, uh, Metro, Metroid game. And you finally get one and you tell your audience to pirate it. That seems really ill, <laughs> ill suited. Uh, yeah, I guess their whole main thing was if you already own the game, then it's not really sure. piracy. Okay. Oh, okay. But it's still murky okay. waters, so <laughs> tread lightly. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. Okay. On, on those terms, I mean, like, yeah. If someone's advocating, like, or if someone's saying, like, emulation is piracy, I don't know if I agree with that. Uh, but under certain circumstances, I do think that you can be a pirate and emulate. Mm -hmm. Um. Again, especially if you don't purchase the thing. Um, or like it's available, it's available to you to purchase. Like I know a lot of people had to emulate um, Ace Attorney Investigations 2 because that was the one game that never came over to the West. Mm -hmm. uh, there's no way to legally purchase that game um, at all. So like in certain circumstances, I understand. But yeah, I think the lines are pretty clear on like what is considered stealing uh and what is it but yeah that's just it's just bizarre to have like an a big editorial chain like kotaku come out and make a very very pointed stance like that that's wild <laughs> what? <laughs> what, a, what a what a day if huh? only the games are so easily <laughs> accessible on some kind of online service perhaps a shop maybe <laughs> right <sighs> damn it give us the Metroid Prime Collection at this point. Just put all the Nintendo games available for sale. I don't get why this is so hard. You obviously have them. Just put them on a shop. Give it a price. And we buy. It's not... I don't know. Yeah, so... Uh, that's why I'm not corporate. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's pretty much what we got this week, guys. Um, let's go ahead and, and wrap it up for the week. Uh, James, what you got for us? Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, do not pirate video games. Also, in case you did not hear from anybody else, don't steal. It's not nice. <laughs> it's also illegal and you'll go to jail. Or they'll find you a lot of money. And that's all I've got. <laughs> what you got for me, Ruddy? Uh, yes, every, I echo everything that James said. Don't go to jail, guys. Probably not fun. It's not. Um, <laughs> uh, if you are interested in, you know, our past episodes, you want to come support us, please do so at any a variety of audio services. Your favorite one, I guarantee that we are likely there. Uh, I guarantee that we are likely. See what I did that there? Did. I tried to be like James and totally failed. I'm sorry. Oh. Um, <laughs> but if we're not Spotify, there, let us know. <laughs> exactly yes please let us know um at should i play that at gmail.com that's right right chris mm -hmm. 
Okay, cool. Um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, we're really pretty pretty big over there. Uh, so if you want to go ahead and leave us a comment, a rating, uh, anything like that, super, super helps with our visibility. And we appreciate you as always. All right. With that, y'all stay beastly, wear your mask, wash your ass, uh, drink more water, and eat your greens. Just be healthy. Stay healthy and stay beastly. Peace. Well, that was fun.